0: Truth
1: Talks. Welcome back everyone to the Truth Talks podcast. I'm your host Buddy Boone. Thank you all for tuning in today and uh, today as promised months ago uh, we were going to Lou and I Lou Chikuni who is with me today. Uh, we're actually going to do our second portion or second part of our discussion having to do with the men's uh, Advance a few months ago, actually, man, it's it's uh it's three months ago, right? It was November. So, yeah, well before the uh uh well before the actual snow that we have on the ground right now, the audio I can't hear you.
0: You can't hear me now. I can hear you now. Oh yeah. Now I'm being polite, you, man. I'm trying to, you know, what I'm saying I'm mute. <laughs> You know, what I'm saying letting you speak. You know what I mean. Giving you room to, you know, get it all out. You know what I'm saying. So, I thought you trying
1: to, thought you trying to speak. You trying to speak through the or whisper through the uh, the storm out this bug. Like you, you speak through the tornado. I, I didn't okay. hear anything. So, yeah. No, nah, or, or, or I, of course we're starting. You know. 23 minutes passed when we wanted to start because of technical difficulties, you know, and, and everybody knows how technical difficulty goes. Uh, but, uh, you know, before we do that, uh, first, you know, Lou Chikuni, he's the, uh, the guest on today. And Lou, I want you to kind of take a little bit of time and kind of give us a little bit of a biography of who you are, because... Uh, you're new to a lot of people at Belcroft. So, um, a lot of people have probably seen Lou and Violet. If you haven't seen Violet, you've heard Violet. Uh, she (laughs) is the, the little African with the very strong accent. Uh, and Lou, I don't know, he left his accent in Malawi. So, uh, uh, but yeah, man, just give us, you know, a little bit of background, what you do. Also, uh, your, uh, your your other your your other endeavor that's uh that's the internet that's YouTube so to kind of tell us a little bit about that too man.
0: All right, well, um, yep, yeah, I'm Chikuni. Uh, I um I'm definitely feeling blessed to be a part of Belcroft Bible Church officially now, so uh, praise God for that. Your um, own official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know so. <laughs> definitely feeling blessed to be a part of the uh, the body of Christ uh, the local body of Christ at Belcroft uh born in Malawi and um, that is a tiny country in Africa <laughs> the southern part and uh yep. basically grew up in a lot of different places due to my parents' uh job they were uh, in the foreign service so lived as spot yeah uh, you know it's one of those if i if I tell you man you know what I mean <laughs> don't, don't nah, tell it, it's not that serious now nah, they they were diplomats so yeah so we you know lived in a few different places and um yeah so I um grew up in a basically Catholic home I'd say not much of the you know gospel in there but uh long story short by God's grace he uh brought me to saving faith in christ later on after wrestling with uh the idols of music and other things in my life and um so it was 2008 when um i came to faith in christ and also at the same time my wife gave a profession of faith at the time we were like okay we were both you know in there but later on we came to see that uh I think her conversion came later, um, after we uh, after a few years, really. Uh, her conversion came when she really understood the gospel. Uh, we were both in. Uh, she grew up in the Seventh Day Adventist Church, so I was actually going to church with her at the time. And by God's grace, man, uh, led us out of there. And twenty what from about twenty twelve to. 2022, we were members at uh Solid Rock Church in College Park. And then, you know, things were a little wild pandemic-wise, and you know, a few changes came came about in various churches, and uh you know, we found ourselves at Belcroft, and um here we are, here we are. And uh so as far as what Buddy was talking about. <laughs> In the content creation realm, so I do have a channel. It's called See Things Above TV, where we talk about different things, cultural things, and try to break that down from a biblical lens. And then we also, you know, definitely want to expose the works of darkness, as Ephesians five eleven tells us to do. And there's also a hope to build into the platform an ability to really equip people as well. So that's the next step, man. It's always been to me where it's like, yes, talking about the things that are wrong is is good and highlighting those things and ma- warning people about that stuff is good. But we also want to be able to, you know, equip them with truth as well. So that's uh, a direction that we'll be heading in as well. But, uh, yeah, so Seek Things Above TV. You can check me out on YouTube. Um, definitely hit that subscribe button if you do, and we would appreciate it.
1: And click the bell for notifications. Right.
0: (laughs) Tell a friend to tell a friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yes, sir. Uh, So, yeah, man. So I appreciate you kind of giving us that, man. You know, I am very big on, you know, content that is glorifying God and that is equipping and edifying the saints um, in the same breath, not to. And, and, and definitely not trying to overshadow uh, Lou at all. He knows that. But the uh, podcast that we had a few folks on—I uh, think it was back. Man, it was a while ago. Um, I was telling you all that I was going to tell you about it. Uh, I'm going to leave a link for uh, Lou's uh, uh, YouTube in the in the uh, in the uh, what's it, what's it called summary of the podcast Mm. i don't forgot what it was because nobody really reads the description (laughs) of the podcast yeah Yeah. so i'm gonna leave a link for his in there but i'm also gonna leave a link for uh the podcast i interviewed a few guys uh a few months ago and the name of that podcast is the Four truth podcast and that podcast we interviewed those guys i'm a part of that so that actually dropped uh back on the 15th of january so uh you all i'm gonna let you know let you all know and and get you all to over to that because it is actually a really uh, pretty good podcast. Not because I worked on it, just because of the guys that are there. Uh, definitely glorifying and edifying the body, glorifying the God and edifying the body. So I make sure y'all get that. Now, got those things out of the way. Let's get back into our conversation that we uh, had and are going to have about uh, the men's advance, and also we're going to talk a little bit about just the men's. Ministry and the breakfast that we had a few uh, days ago as well, because that would be a good uh, way to kind of pull these uh, all everything together. Yeah, so sure. uh, we don't we don't remember where we left off, so we're just going to jump right in right. Uh, to to a few things. I think that one of the big things that stuck out uh, was the and once again he is in uh first corinthians i'm gonna turn to that if you could pull that up to lou first corinthians chapter 16 with the background music yeah that was good man you leave that in there man i don't don't care about that yeah so uh first corinthians chapter
0: 15 actually 16 all right the very end First Corinthians sixteen. Here we go.
1: Man, am I wrong? I, it's second Corinthians. I got it written down. I don't know why I'm acting like I don't have it written down right
0: here. Uh, which way. part was it? Was it the? Uh, was this? Are we? No, I was correct.
1: Okay. I was correct. It's, it was the. It was the entire uh, theme of the entire. Yeah, I was in 2 Corinthians. That's why I wasn't looking right. I was like, man, this doesn't look right. It's actually 1 Corinthians chapter 16, and the verse is actually starting at 13. Yep. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, and this has been one of my uh, favorite passages. Act like men, be strong, and then let all you do be done in love. So I guess that we can start from the act like men be strong. Cause you know, let's let's just be real and be upfront and honest. There are a lot of ways that men don't act like men or people that are supposed to be men don't act like men. And one of those things that he hit the subtitle of that section, uh that uh brother Lance Quinn Pastor Quinn was talking about uh the subsection under that was be a protector so um w- really when he talks about it it's like conduct yourself in a manly or courageous way adrus adrisamai adridzamai and that man that stuck out to me really big man cuz the protector being a protector of my family, we we kind of I kind of just, you know, just kind of overlook some things sometimes. And that's what I'm I'm guilty of. You know, it's like we uh, let all types of, you know, things come over the airwaves and uh, we aren't protective of them. Um, and tonight, actually, in Bible study, uh, Pastor Matt had mentioned that his kids don't really like watching movies with them, especially Disney movies, because what he'll do is he'll pause it right in the middle, uh, because of, you know, it's like, Hey, did you, did you hear what he just said? Did you hear that? Let's, let's, let's unpack that. Uh, but that is him protecting his, his family, his children, uh, from these evil wild schemes that the devil, uh, and, uh, the, the, the mercenaries of darkness have just put out there for, for us to consume and for us to see, and here. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's wild. So we have to be protectors of our family. We have to be, uh, on the side of, you know, and, and acting like men and being strong. Um, that, that kind of stuck out to me. What, what are your thoughts
0: on that, man? Yeah, I think it's definitely for, well, first of all, I'm not surprised the pastor has to do that with, uh, disney because disney is crazy at the moment man like everything on disney uh is like man you got to watch it with your antennas up right like Mm -hmm. stuff that used to be so um you know we just took it for granted that this is wholesome uh content for the whole family now you have to be extremely vigilant because they're sneaking in all kinds of things in there i mean we had the uh was it the CEO, one of the top people at Disney talk about how they are making it a point to now include uh, some of the heroes that are coming up are going to be, you know, LGBTQ+. Like they mm. made that, that's a thing they're pushing, right? And so wow. Disney is just on another level right now. So definitely be watchful uh, for sure over your kids as, as they uh, consume the content from there. But yeah, I mean uh it's it's it was a great reminder when Brother Lance uh talked about this because, yeah, certainly men needing to take the charge in the home of protecting um you know not just content, but you know c- protecting the hearts that's really what it is, right protect- protecting the hearts of the the of the family, like you are. Uh, you're the point guard, so to speak, right? So so this is going to go the way you direct the flow. So if you allow certain things to be, uh, to sort of sneak in, then that's going to affect the way uh, people think within the household. Infect and affect the way. Yeah. And whether that's like uh, immediately, uh, that's one thing, but it may be sort of like a more insidious thing that just, creeps in where it's like in the thinking right so like in this case where pastor matt was you know going for uh pressing the pause button to say hey no we have to basically nip this at the butt like we're not going to allow you to have uh to develop this as an ideology right now you know what i'm saying i gotta protect your mind you know what i mean so um that's definitely there but yeah at, at the at the root of it i see it as a protection of the heart man where we need to uh, be vigilant to do so obviously starts with ourselves and I mm-hmm. think that's what we focused on in the earlier chapters where it was like you know guarding our own being watchful over our own um souls right being watchful yep. over our own intake of content and uh, the things that we allow to you know have real estate in our minds right so we being protective mm-hmm. of all that first and then, once we do that, and obviously that means we have to know the word, right? So that obviously yeah. you have to know the word, and, and if you know the word, you're now able to guard your family better. You know, you're, you're able to discern what is even like sneaky, right? What what may seem like, you know, a little bit covert when it slides in there, you can catch that a lot easier. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, being a protector was, was great in a lot of ways, a great exhortation. Um, what were some of the verses that he had? Um was it Psalm 3124?
1: Uh I didn't Yeah, Psalm 31, 24. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yep. That was yes. one of them. Yep. Um Deuteronomy, yep. I think it, it says Deuteronomy 31, 6 through 8. Six to that, yep. That yeah, be strong and courageous. Verse 23, be strong and courageous. And then obviously Joshua 1, 6. Yep. Seven, nine, and eighteen, mm-hmm. and then chapter ten, verse twenty-five. Yes, uh, there was a First Chronicles uh, twenty-eight. 28. 20. Yeah, 28, 20. Yeah, I gotta yeah. gotta write that yeah. down because I didn't catch the the actual, yep. uh, you know, reference for that one. Psalm twenty-seven, fourteen. Yes, and uh, and strong. Yep. and you know, this was this this caught me. This caught me, and I and I had to pause on it. Uh, the next one that I, I wrote down was First Samuel two twenty two, and those, you know, these. I, I, I think we talked about this last time where, yeah, and I remember your words. You said, "Far be it from us uh, to to be worthless men," uh, mm-hmm. talking about uh, Eli's sons. But yes, I didn't. Finished. Yeah, and and the 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 actual uh, verbiage that was used is that they do not know the Lord. And mm-hmm. man, it's like that, that big, huge, like, I mean, just, it's just, it's just, it's just yelling at you from the pages. Like, Hey, like these are men that you aren't supposed to be like to be strong and, and, and not to give in. And, and, you know, I, I like you were saying, protect yourselves, protect ourselves and know the word. Um, how, how hard is it? And I, how, how, uh, how so so many ways we are and we can be uh, just taken down and taken out by the things of this world, because that becomes our focus and not uh, scripture and not uh, the things of God, because of the fact that we are so drawn, our flesh is just so drawn to uh, all of these different uh, things that the world has to offer. You know what I mean, and right. how how and and you just said it, yeah. How how subtle, how subtle those things can be, where we find ourselves going down a path of of greed. I mean, just you know, uh, I was I was listening to one of my um, uh, youth pastors, and uh, he was he said one time he said, "Man, I was in the in the store one time, and I, I don't know, I just had this urge to buy a lottery ticket, and 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 what's worse is that." I started to rationalize it via scripture and the scripture that he used was the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I need to buy a lottery ticket so that I can have the wealth that, that, that guy. And I, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, how easy is it for us to, to do that? You know, God has given us these brilliant minds and we actually use it a lot of times to rationalize the things that we are not even supposed to do. So, yeah, that protection is protecting ourselves. And uh, Pastor Matt always talks about him talking to himself. I see it. I'll pass him on the road, and he's just talking away. And I'm like, who is he talking to? You know, he's literally talking to himself, you know, Mm -hmm. speaking back to himself because of the fact that his flesh, you know, his, you know, just imagine, right? Your church is growing. As a pastor, who do you want to pat on the back? You know, oh, who yeah. do you want to give the give the uh, give, give the praise to? But you got to mm-hmm. talk back to yourself to say, "No, we are not going to do this. This is not going to happen." Right. And yeah, it's 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 a it's a matter of how we how we do things every single day. It's so important that we are talking back to ourselves uh, and speaking of Disney, the the whole idea of following your heart and, you know, and then Jeremiah 17, you know, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately mm-hmm. sick mm-hmm. who can know it. Only yes. God can know your heart. Only you can know your heart really as well. What's in your heart. You know, everybody knows what's in their heart. Uh, except we, you know, don't want to know or, or want to acknowledge the sin that's there. Right. Right. Uh so yeah, it's it's extremely important that we talk
0: back to ourselves, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I make that's kind of a habit for me too, man, where I'm like, "Man, you better stop that. You better I mean, I'm here talking to us." <laughs> right. Yeah. Right.
1: It's man how how important yeah. is it? And uh then um one One thing that he brought up, uh, Pastor Quinn brought up, uh, is the next phrase, which is be strong, right? Mm -hmm. And in that phrase, be strong, he gave us a couple of scriptures. One is Luke 180. and, uh, And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. And, I mean... This was talking, this is talking about uh, actually John, uh, John the Baptist. Um, The child grew and became strong in spirit. And then you turn over to chapter two, verse 40. Now it's talking about Jesus. And then it says again, and the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom. And then it adds, and the favor of God was upon him. Mm -hmm. And that whole strengthening he, he was saying there's two different forms of being strong um the other one was ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 and uh that says if i can get to it quick enough
0: ephesians 3 16.
1: ephesians 3 16 yep he was saying it's a different form of strength and That according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit Mm. and your inner being. Can you pull up the the Greek of what that is? The Ephesians 3.16?
0: Uh, Yeah. Give me one second.
1: All this technology you got over here, man. You know, he got (laughs) he got technology on top of technology, you know. So. But he was saying that that was a different type of strengthen. Because yes, uh, I would, I would also, you know, I'll, I'll obviously look at, at at Ephesians three sixteen, and you know, it's it's really you know good to to point out that it's like what he's saying is that according to the riches of his glory, meaning God's glory, uh, according to those riches, not ours he may grant you to be strengthened with power through the spirit in your inner being. And, uh, Paul, then he keeps going on. Uh, he, he does these run on sentences, which, uh, um, talking to my family, they picked that up. It's like, he doesn't stop. It's like a comma. And then he keeps going in another comma, and he keeps going. Uh, and, and what he did here is he may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit, all these uh, prepositions. Uh, mm-hmm. Through His Spirit, in your inner being, so that Christ may uh, dwell in your hearts you through faith. Yeah. Say it again. Now, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the mm-hmm. breadth and length and height and depth. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That was all one sentence. I started after the beginning of that sentence, you know, four, four verses, five verses of just how uh, Christ is the one or God is the one that's going to strengthen us. And and he's going to be the one to do that. And that's all according to what he uh, has given us. So uh you pulled it up yeah which word did you want particularly uh the one specifically strengthened with power that okay. you may be strengthened with power and that would be in verse uh chapter
0: 3 verse 16. okay so let me make sure the audio is coming through here all right there we go so this is the word. Oh. word yep i see the word you hear
1: sorry Yeah, Kratel. That was what I wrote down because of the be strong. Like that's Mm -hmm. the that's the word that I wrote down. And I'm going to read what you have here. Strengthen to be strong for Mm -hmm. prevail against becoming strong, become powerful, uh, become strong, strengthen. And, you know, that whole idea of strength um, has to do with it being for something. And that's what it says to be strong for, to prevail against. Uh, it's not just for the purpose of being strong. You know, um, there there are people that go to the gym and lift weights just to be strong. You know, right? Uh, right? Uh, people sit in church all day long and they hear the word of God. Uh, they understand the word of God. They are taking notes, but they are just being strengthened to be strong, not to actually use it towards something. And mm. really what I see here is that like, uh, when you go to verse 17 or well, verse first, let's go to 16. Now not, not, not that it's being you know explained that way, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being so that, and that's the thing, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded may have strength to comprehend. Man, having strength to comprehend, that, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, to and- with
0: the, with the rest of the saints, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> with all the saints. Yeah, not just what you, is the... right? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then 19, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge. Yeah. So we're being strengthened with all the saints. Why? To go fight? No, to know Christ's love. We're being strengthened to know Christ's love. That's, that's, that's phenomenal, man.
0: Yeah, Act think like about man... that, though. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was like, th- I was like, think, think about that, that. In order for you to understand the love of Christ, you mm-hmm. have to be supernaturally strengthened in order to man, do that. That's crazy. Because you cannot just you, you can't wrap your um, arms around it or your mind around it in the natural. It's just not possible. And mm. of course, even with our with our finite minds, even being supernaturally strengthened, we're still falling woefully short of what of the appreciation and, and the full understanding of, of the love of Christ, right But mm. we cannot do it on our own. We simply it's just not possible, you know. Yeah, we need Man. the spirit. We need the, the spirit to to give us uh, that strength in order for us to understand. The love of mm-hmm. Christ, you know. Yep.
1: And I love how here in Ephesians chapter uh, three, uh, verse seventeen, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, but you being rooted and grounded in love is literally mirrored to First Corinthians chapter sixteen, because mm-hmm. the next verse says, "Let all that you do be done in love." right? Mm-hmm. Um, now it's like be strong, act like men, be strong and then it's like the it's like the rallying cry right? It's like everybody's and it's, you know, uh, Paul is like act like men, act like men and you hear all these cheers, yeah, yeah you know, and then he says let all you do be done in love and it's like well, we're all hyped up right. to, to go out and fight yes. and now you're saying, <laughs>
0: hold on do it in love. We yeah, like, got the spears man. in our hands and everything. We're running out the door right now, man. You know, right, what I'm saying? right. <laughs> we we ready. Come on. We
1: standing on business. And then all of a sudden, he's like, wait, let all you do be done in love. Oh man. Mm-hmm. It, yes. Now to me, it was like, man, like that's it was kind of honestly, it was kind of like a, a, a not a letdown, I would say, but more or less a Kind of like a, a a hey, you need to calm down. But in 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 a way, you know, it's the prayer. It's it's now. It's like you know what? It's not on your own strength. It's not on you. You know, he talked about the priesthood, the the, the propitiation, the priesthood, and yes. the prayer. And it was like you know, hey, you got to realize that this is not in your own strength. You are strengthened, but not in your own strength and right. even in in uh, in Ephesians it talks about it's in your inner being that you're being strengthened I, it's it was more or less it was like I had to come to the realization that you know what the strength that I'm given is not for myself it's not to to pump me up it's not to to praise me but mm. it's for me to realize that Christ, is it. Christ is the reason why we have propitiation. We have a priesthood. He's the great high priest. You know, he is the 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 prayer. He stands in the gap for us, intercedes for us at the right hand of God. So sorry, man. I'm talking a lot.
0: Your thoughts. No, I mean, yeah, that's that's good stuff. And um he mentioned, I love this quote from uh brother Lance, man. He said, You cannot do your calling unless you see yourself as a spiritual priest with a calling given by God right Mm -hmm. so so we now are you know functioning as priests in the home as men right and so so there Mm -hmm. is you know that's that the the portion of the love now you're talking about where it's like okay so what do priests do right there's there's the prayer right that's one thing there's the intercession uh Romans 14 13 he quoted says strive together in prayers um it's actually funny because I wrote this down it said strive together in prayers and then he said, Paul believed in God's sovereignty and the power of prayer, mm-hmm. right? So so both things. And then I remember uh, <laughs> Brother Lance said, yeah, Paul was a good Calvinist, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Right, so it's, it's not just like this uh, hyper idea of God's going to do everything so I don't have to do ev- anything. Like, No, it's like, no, I, I have to, you know, this is the means that God has uh, ordained for his will to take place, you know, in, in some right. instances. So I have to pray and he's called us to pray and uh, he's pleased to work in that. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, that, that was just great. Just the idea of, you know, I guess encapsulating this, i this, this thought of strength and this, that motif of strength that was emphasized throughout the um, advance with love. Right everything we Mm -hmm. do being done in love. I mean, that protects us too, you know, that protects us because it's like, you know, that you get so, like you said, we get pumped up. I think naturally as men, it's like, sometimes we work in extremes, right? It's like, either you're up here or you're, you're down here, but it's like, no, like you do. It's almost like the way I picture it, like it's, it's more of a quiet strength, you know, it's more of a Mm. quiet strength at times where we have, a strength that's that's there, that's present, but you don't have to um, like you don't have to flex it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't have to flex it like you're being strong doesn't mean being prideful or boastful or, you know, being like a peacock about your strength. Right. That's not what it's about, as you mentioned earlier. Right. The strength is not for us to, uh, you know, it's not for us to just do our own thing. The strength is Mm -hmm. for a purpose is for for, you know, Christ to dwell in our hearts richly and for us to uh, to persevere and to help others to persevere. Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's good, man. Um, One, he uh, was talking about the uh, obviously the propitiation, you know, Uh, God's wrath uh, poured out on Christ uh, in our place and that appeasing. God's wrath that that mm. is you know the 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 ultimate love uh for us and then the priesthood um portion yeah so uh the prayer part i mean he he really kind of uh opened that up a little bit more because he had uh, he had two things not sure if you caught it but it was uh the ministry confession and then the ministry community and um one thing that he really kind of had you know, kind of pointed out was Hebrews, uh, chapter two, this this is a couple of references that I uh, had actually written down, but Hebrews chapter two, uh, verse number 17, reads as follows. Two pages stuck together here. Chapter 17, uh, chapter two, verse 17, therefore, And then uh, he goes, it goes on to verse, uh, chapter three, verse one. Therefore, holy brothers, set apart brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. I really would love to kind of understand that a little bit more, Um because it says, "Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling,
0: mm.
1: you know, what is the heavenly calling." I, and and of course, when I when I read scripture, I I, I bring so many questions uh, to it so that I can you know read the scripture and understand it and answer those questions. Mm. Uh, but then that that whole phrase that says, "Consider Jesus," you know, consider Jesus, and then he describes Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. Uh, because of he calling them holy brothers, I would imagine that the high priest of our confession, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Then he co- continues to describe Jesus more, who was faithful to him, who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. And, you know, the the, the thing about the, I would say the thing about the confession uh, is that, you know, when you confess something, uh, like, let's just say somebody confesses the murder. I'll put it in, in layman's terms, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody confesses the murder. They said that they did it. They're responsible. They're, they're the ones that actually did it. So, uh, if we're confessing Jesus, if we are, are claiming Jesus, um, then that is for us, we have to consider. And that's what uh, whoever the I was about to say, Paul, but whoever the writer of Hebrews is, uh, you know, you share in a heavenly calling. Consider Jesus the apostle. I would almost imagine, too, that if we look that up, consider Jesus, uh, it would probably say something to the effect of follow or uh, uh, emulate Jesus, the apostle and the high priest of our confession, and then pointing us to be faithful To him who appointed him. Would that make sense in the context Um, that it
0: is say that one more time for me
1: that when it says, therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling Mm -hmm. when it says consider Jesus. Uh, That is pointing to us emulating or being like or following after Jesus. So when it says consider Jesus, think of Jesus, uh, be like Jesus, follow Jesus, emulate him, repeat what Jesus is doing. And then it says who was faithful to him, who appointed him. So that's what I mean by that. And obviously I would look this up. Uh, I can, I can hear, I can hear our former elder Marty Okurdo saying in my blue letter Bible, you know, I would always, you know, (laughs) just looking that up to see exactly what that actually means. And, uh, I would encourage anybody who's listening as well, that if you, you know, when you are studying scripture, uh, study it in its rightful context, but also, uh, sometimes you got to go to a Greek lexicon to understand what was being said there. And. That whole idea, to yeah, see that's what it says. It says consider, see, contemplate, contemplate, yeah, observe well, understand, <laughs> yeah, be yeah, concerned is... about, understand completely. Like that is that is exactly what it seems like it was saying. But you know, in this case, obviously we have to go and 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 look Cato at Noel. it. But it's what does Cato that say Noel. again?
0: Catanoel. Catanoel. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I love the Greek language. I wish I could speak it, but, <laughs> but obviously, man, yeah, that's, that's good, man. I, I I love that. And, you know, when it comes down to our, our, uh, what we should consider, of course, considering Jesus, um, that's good. Sorry, man. I I'm over talking you, man. Go ahead and, uh, No, jump man, in there. this
0: is good. good, man. We are, you know, we chopping it up, man. You know, we chopping it up. This is good stuff. I'm taking it in too, man. Um, yeah, no, I mean, as, as that word suggests, right, consider, uh, observe well, understand, apprehend to be grasped and accepted, right? Give careful consideration. Mm-hmm. Be concerned about. So it's just all these adjectives that, that describe a consistent, intentional thought, right? Like you are intentionally and consistently thinking about Jesus. Right. And, and thinking about him in this context where it's, you know, the, the, um, the apostle and high priest of our confession, man. I mean, so wow. Who was faithful to him, who appointed him just as Moses also was faithful in all of God's house. You know, I think we should even read some more, man. For Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, as much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Uh, Now, Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we Mm. are his house. If indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope. Wow. So good. So good. You know, I just realized of, uh, that Peter too. go ahead, go ahead, Peter, that go ahead. Of, of, of Peter of the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, is it second Peter? your chosen race, t- And that's actually what it was for. Uh, f- sorry. First Peter two. uh, the, you know, the chosen race, uh, the Royal priesthood, it reminds me of that. Just looking at that passage there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and it's, it's, uh, I love it that, uh, the writer of Hebrews actually brings Moses in uh, because Moses, he was from the uh, he's from the the house of Levi. So he was technically uh, in the in, in the priesthood, um, him and Aaron. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, for him to for for the writer to say that, oh, well, he did it and he was faithful as a son. That's basically saying that he was in that lineage. So, of course, Jesus being from the lineage of Levi and the lineage of Judah coming together to be the king and the great high priest. It actually makes a lot of sense what he's saying, because as I was reading it, I was like, man, you know what? He is definitely comparing Christ to Moses and saying that Moses was great. Moses was amazing. He did so many good things. Uh, but he, Jesus in verse three, for Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. I'm like that, (laughs) like just a comparison of that. And, you know, of course people will look back to like Abraham and it's like, you know, no, nobody was as great as Abraham. Nobody, it was good as Jacob slash Israel. Uh, but then you see Jesus and he's greater than all of them. You know, he was the son, all of these generations going down, but he was greater than all of them. And then uh, the next verse that uh, uh, Pastor uh, Quinn had actually pointed out was actually uh, Hebrews chapter four, verse one. Mm. And that says, therefore,
0: while it's a four, one, four, one, therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands. That
1: is not the what verse is, that I was thinking about. What you th- what you looking at? 414. That's what it was. Sorry. Oh, 414. Uh, 414. Yeah, I actually 14. Actually looked at my nose, too. So yeah. 414. Then, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. So he's basically repeating what he said in uh, verse 4, but he's adding it now to make him Elevating him above all the priests, above Moses, above Aaron, above all the other, you know, high uh, priest that, that was there now. And he's is concluding since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, we have so much. And then he even he breaks it down. He He kind of makes Christ humble. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every way, in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Man, he is he is educating the Jews with this this mm-hmm. entire. because. And I forgot how rich uh, Hebrews was. I mean, just, yeah, I love Hebrew, just, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Cause it's like, you know, they understand what the receive mercy. They they understand the mercy seat. They understand, you know, the Holy of Holies. They understand, you know, we can't go in there. You know, that's, that that's forbidden, you know, place. That's the forbidden place behind the curtain, you know, but now it's like, nah, come on in here. It is, you know,
0: so. Wow. Yeah. It reminds me, you know, this every time I hear it, just holding fast our confession. Actually, one of my favorite verses is Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast our confession to hope without wavering for he mm-hmm. who promised is faithful. That mm-hmm. is one of my favorite uh, verses, man. And so just seeing that all over, um, you know, these passages just encourages my soul so much, man.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know it was it's in it's in all these, you know, the... Hold fast to our confession. And uh, you know, that's that's so good. Now, that's the ministry confession that he was talking about. Um, then he talked about the ministry community. Mm. And it's it's yes, we've confessed, but that goes back to Hebrews chapter three, uh verse one. And that is actually. Uh, yes. You who share in the heavenly calling, holy brothers, you who share in the heavenly calling. Is that the verse that I am thinking of? Where was it that it was talking about? Um, everybody.
0: Um, that might be the one because I have three one. Let me see. Do I have that verse? Um, I have three one like you do. I have four fourteen, four fifteen, four sixteen. Um, First Peter three seven. I have well, relation, yeah, that is Galatians six one and two as well on the community part. I have that one. Maybe I can pull that up as well. Okay,
1: there was a. Man, it, it just it popped in my head and then it left. Um, but yeah, it's I, I'm appreciative of the fact that you know we we have to um, do this. And uh, the other night when we were talking about the family, uh, one of the you know Pastor Matt gave ten, just ten. Reasons that the family is is being, or ways that the family is being attacked, the biblical family, and one of them was the he called it the libertarian spirit, where it's people just want to be, you know, by themselves and and do things independently on their own. Uh, he brought up uh, an example of the family being attacked via, you know, a kid in in school can have a completely different identity at school. So the the, the teachers, the faculty, the staff, they call the kid, uh, you know, by a different pronoun or, you know, it's a boy and uh, they're called, you know, he's called she and she's called he and has a mm-hmm. different name that he uses at school. And the parents uh, don't, don't have any clue because the teachers, the faculty, the staff, they have no, they don't tell the parent and he's talking about like how that is just an independent, you know, because the kid is taking taken away from the the shelter of you know and the accountability of his parents. So that was one of the examples that he gave, which which kind of struck me. I'm like, you know, that is a very uh, it's it's almost like you know everybody wants to do their own thing and nobody wants to uh, be under. Uh, any type of, of, of authority. And that was one of the ways that he was saying that the family is being destroyed. So when it comes to having the community of people, you know, uh, checking on me, me checking on you, um, you know, us, you know, us just being around each other in each other's lives and holding each other accountable. I mean, how, how important how how safe i would say and safe i say with the with the caution but it's a lot better i would say it's a lot you know a lot easier as well i would say in a lot of cases to uh, be subject to the authority of of elders but also uh, be subject to the accountability
0: of you know other people absolutely absolutely uh, I'm going to actually go ahead and read this as well, because I think it ties in well with what you're saying. So this is the the Galatians 6, 1 and 2. Um, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Amen. Yeah.
1: And I'm turning to First Peter chapter one. Did I write down the wrong scripture?
0: Do you have first Peter chapter one verse two? Uh I do not I actually have I can just scroll up real quick chapter one. No, two. I mean, f- I mean, for the, uh, for the
1: passages he was given for in the, notes, the ministry I have community, three, seven,
0: part. I have three, seven, I'm not sure. Uh, so I have three, seven, which is, uh, likewise, husbands live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: wake up call right there. Right. Yeah. Chill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah. yeah, so the other the other uh I mean yeah. There's so much so much that we can kind of pull from a lot of what we uh what we learn and and I mean we can we can talk all night. We've already you know, had a, a considerable amount of time on the podcast here but I want to kind of also kind of uh, land the plane a little bit. Uh, What did you kind of pull from the conversation the other day uh, at the men's breakfast? Because, I mean, we had food, (laughs) you know, but uh, what was the, which we usually don't have, you know, the the feast that we had the other day. But what did you pull from uh, what we talked about
0: in the men's men's uh, breakfast the other day? Man, I mean, well, first of all, definitely shout out to everybody who woke up early in the morning to uh shovel some snow and to uh, cook some food. i I remember bumping into you when you uh were uh, I think behind the uh, the the, uh the, the, the the scrambled eggs or something was it, bro? you were doing something, man. you made some some part of that delicious meal as well. so you know, definitely thank you for for getting up early to serve us you know what i'm saying yeah. uh it was uh it was a good time i i enjoyed the uh the fellowship it was nice to see the new spot as well cuz i hadn't been inside before obviously you have a history mm-hmm. with that building so you know more about it it was yeah. good to get the tour <laughs> from you of the building right and to see the potential that there is for so many things and i actually look forward to watching the transformation take place over time and to see Mm -hmm. you know what it becomes but uh as far as you know some of the things that Pastor talked about um well the message that he gave the, the little uh you know nuggets that he gave us from proverbs 2 um which i had actually been reading a few days before which was pretty pretty cool um was Really refreshing, man, because, uh, you know, I'll just read some of it here. So, you know, it says, my son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding. Yes. If you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Okay. Uh, You know, I could go on, but I'll leave it there. Um, This idea of seeking wisdom and how he was, you know, talking about the relationship, you know, the father-son relationship um, in the direct context, talking about, you know, young men being attentive and, you know, listening, right, listening and not knowing what we don't know, what knowing what they don't know. Um, I thought it applied even to us as, you know, just grown men where it's like, man, we you don't know what you don't know sometimes, man. And you you, the good thing about it, you get a little older, you learn that a little bit more, but, but you still don't mm-hmm. learn it perfectly. Right. Uh, right. And that idea of just having a teachable, you know, mindset. I walked away with that that jewel where just having a teachable mindset and. You know, having that thing in you, that resolution, that resolve in you to pursue wisdom, like, you know, verse four says, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. So that pursuit, man, making this something that is very important for you to to grasp and to gain as much of as possible Um, it was a great exhortation was, it was a really good exhortation, man. And it also, uh, before I hand the mic back to you, connects with, uh, Colossians chapter one, which I had been reading as well. Uh, I remember telling you about this, uh, from verse nine, uh, to 14, right. This section of the, the prayer that Paul has for the, uh, Colossians, and it says, and so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Again, so we're seeing this wisdom and understanding, you know, in uh, this this passage here. Um, and interestingly enough, you know, we talked about being strengthened, right? So i was reading read a little bit more. So, it says, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Again, verse 11 being strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy. So now in the context of uh, Ephesians, the being strengthened was for us to understand the love of Christ. And in this passage here, the being strengthened is for us to be able to endure and notice it says uh for all endurance and patience with joy so it's not just begrudgingly taking what's happening to you but uh finding joy in the midst of that because um you know the spirit of god is leading us through that and and allowing us to have that joy um so yeah just you know this this connection the spiritual wisdom that you see here and then uh, you know, hearing about you know, basically seeking and gaining wisdom in Proverbs was a good word uh, for us. And um, yeah, just it really just wet my appetite to be like, man, no, we gotta, we gotta go for this. You know what I mean? So yeah,
1: yeah. So you started talking about Colossians, and you know, my 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 ears perk up because yeah, yeah. You know, we, <laughs> that's 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 my book, man. Um, we're actually studying Colossians right now as a family. And, uh, you know, as we were kind of going through, you know, one of the big things that started to stick out to me is, you know, um, the, the, the amount of knowledge that I don't have of, of scripture and, um, that I, that it's like, every time I read it, it's so much more that I grasp, you know what I mean? And, you know, I can't just read it and, you know, think that I know it, I have to you know over and over and over again study uh the scripture and that strength a lot of times it's you know um to endure it's like all right well you endured that now you have to get stronger and strengthen yourself more so you can endure some more and mm-hmm. paul you know writing this from uh from where he is you know uh and 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 the time frame that he is It's so easy for us to just kind of overlook it, uh, especially in, and this is kind of what we were looking at uh, the other day, uh, verse 24 of of chapter one. uh, He's talking about rejoicing in my suffering, you know, rejoicing in my suffering. And it's like, man, like, yeah, you were strengthened so that you can be patient. And, and, uh, and, and then it struck me. It, we uh, sorry man we on a, a totally different subject right now but <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, it, it struck me uh he says I'm in verse 24 it says now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake and in my flesh I'm filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions so of course the questions I have questions coming to the text what and how is it that Paul is filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions. First of all, it looked like, it looks like he was saying that Christ's afflictions were lacking something. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Like what, it can't mean that he would be saying that Christ's afflictions were lacking something. You can't just say that. Like that he, Christ, you know, did he did it. he, He said it is finished. It's done. But well, when I read my uh, uh, John MacArthur Study Bible notes, it said there you go. that Christ's <laughs> afflictions, I'm filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions is really, I am now taking on, and here's the enduring part again, I'm now taking on the persecution Christ had or was given when he was on the earth. And he's doing it for the sake of the body that is the church. That's what Paul is saying. Mm. And it's like, uh, I heard you say it on a, on a uh a video. I don't even remember if it was an old one or a new one, but it's kind of like how we as it, here in the West, we are not going through all of the persecution uh that we could be going through. You know, we're 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 kind of soft in that. And it's like now is the time for us to be strengthened, you know. Um, you know, Matt mentioned how, you know, it's it's just weird how and he was he said he was kind of questioning like Habakkuk is questioning. Uh, as we're studying Habakkuk, it's like why you know why is it that so many different things are happening? Why is it that and how is it that God, you're letting all these things happen? You know, you, you know, the the transgender movement, the the homosexual movement. I mean, the feminist movement. Like all of these different things are happening, destroying the family, and 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 then it's like you know we are at a point where we're kind of. You know, at a, we're getting lazy as Christians because we don't have the persecution that, you know, people would have in, in other parts of the of the world. But, you know, now you see Paul who was saying, I'm suffering for Christ's sake, you know, thousands of years ago. And what are we doing as, as Christians? Are we being strengthened? Are we are we acting like men? Are we being strong? Are we being strengthened in faith to do everything in love? So. I would say that this would kind of be like the challenge, you know what I mean? Like the challenge to us uh, as believers that we can't just sit on our laurels and not do anything. Like we have to be active and we have to uh, move forward with uh, with with some urgency to to understand Christ and to to know him and his afflictions, you know, and, and his sufferings. So. Yeah, sorry, man. I get on these tangents, <laughs> man. You know how we do, man. And <laughs> you don't stop me, so I keep going. You know, what I'm saying? You know how we do.
0: <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I, I mean I'm right there with you, man. I I think all of this that we're saying, uh, you know, just to wrap it up in a bow. Uh, I mean, just it really emphasizes the need for us to, you know walk in a manner worthy of the Lord for us to be, you know, growing in the knowledge of God, increasing in the knowledge of God, right. Understanding that he's with us and, you know, that there is a mission for us. There's a mission for us to do because if it's, you know, there's good works, the words has got, you know, God has prepared good works for us beforehand. Right. So -hmm. there's work for us to do in the midst of this crazy world that we're, we're in. And, you're so right. We can it looks like sometimes it looks like everything's upside down. You know, it absolutely looks like everything's upside down. Like I can't believe half the stuff I hear. Um, not just from the world, but from people who, you know, obviously dealing with the stuff I deal with content-wise, people who profess the name of Christ, right? There's people who profess the name of Christ who are doing things that are just unfathomable. Uh completely crazy. unfathomable, you know. Yeah. Crazy. And and even even solid, you know, people who we followed for a while or we always thought were solid are, are slipping up and saying things that are making us shake our heads, too. So you, you can't look to to men. I mean, we, we we can, you know, gain from, you know, great teachers that God has given us. We can read their books, do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, where where are you at? with the lord you know what i'm saying where are you at what's your mm-hmm. knowledge of god's will you know what i mean what is your um desire where's your desire to to grow in the knowledge of his word man and to and to actually make that real in your life you know so um these are definitely things we need to be considering and you know meditating on on a daily basis man absolutely daily basis you know so yeah yeah man yeah definitely
1: man well uh i'm actually gonna do a twist uh here uh right before we hear the gospel of jesus christ uh and i'm gonna read something that you uh, are very familiar with uh Colossians chapter three (laughs) verses uh one through through four if then we have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. Where When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And, you know, that is a such a uh, just shows those four verses give us such a clear picture of the Christian life, clear picture. We've been raised with Christ. There it is raised with Christ, you know, seek the things that are above. This is the life that we live. We live that life. We're seeking things above. And then it says after that for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. And then it talks about the glorification Mm -hmm. How as we are looking towards that hope of glory, you know, appearing with him in glory, like that is literally our life. We have been raised with Christ. We live for Christ. And then we see Christ. Amen. That'll that'll preach right there, won't it? Amen. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, I'm actually I'm actually going to do the gospel real quick here, man. I'm going I'm to do the gospel. You know, we never do the Truth Talks podcast without having the gospel come up. Uh, so here's the gospel, and it's really in, in four sections. Uh, one, uh, God is a holy God. He is thrice holy, as Isaiah talks about. And uh, since God is holy, uh, he cannot be anywhere near sin. He cannot... Uh, experience sin. He cannot be in the vicinity of sin in heaven. Uh, so what that means is us, the sinful creatures that we are born in sin from Adam, uh, he sinned and everybody else uh, receives that sin. Uh, we are now damned to hell and, and we deserve God's wrath uh, because of uh, that sin. And it's our nature. We, we do it without even thinking through it. Uh, we are sinful people. And that you know, we're, we're, we're doomed. We're doomed to God's wrath. Uh, but Christ or God already had this plan in mind where he would then, uh, give us the opportunity, uh, via Christ one to Christ died for our sins. He died in our place, the sins that we, uh, committed and had Christ being perfect, never, ever sinned. So the, the sins that he died for only he could die for our sins, Uh, And and since he did not have any sins himself, he was the only one that was able to die for our sins. And not just that, but Christ also counts his living uh, sinless uh, towards us as well. That leaves us with a choice. We have a choice right now between uh, living for ourselves or living for Christ. So that's what it comes down to. Uh, today is a day of salvation, uh, as Paul said. You know, now is the time. Now is the accepted time for us uh, to, 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 to make that decision to uh, to live for Christ. And that is when we can actually live and, and be and, and say what, what Paul said in Colossians 3, uh, when Christ who is your life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Uh, but if we choose not to, uh live for christ and to seek the things that are above we will not be with christ in glory we will uh get what we deserve which is our eternal uh judgment in hell so i implore you all you know to to now if you have not received christ today is that accepted day for that and uh there it is that is the gospel of jesus christ so, I got to take a breath after that, man. That was <laughs> that was intense just yeah, thinking that, through that.
0: That's good stuff, man.
1: Yeah, so hey, I appreciate you all listening. Uh, Lou, thank you, man. Uh you are, are are definitely an encouragement to me, brother. Uh you give uh uh you give you give me hope towards uh <laughs> towards uh being, you know, uh working hard and being a, a good man of God. So, man, I appreciate that. So, uh yeah, man. Likewise, what you got, man. man? Likewise. Likewise. It's cool, yeah, man. The little theme music as we exit, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. I appreciate that. Well, thank you all for listening to the Truth Talks podcast. And uh uh obviously we're doing something a little differently here, but uh in a couple of days you all are gonna hear also the uh the very one of the most difficult uh Podcast I do each year and that was about uh, Abortion and the abortion industry So uh, tune in for that Thank you all for listening Have a good one, take care Hey, thank you for listening to the Truth Talks Podcast. Please reach out to us via Twitter at The Truth Talks P1, via Instagram, The Truth Talks Podcast, or you can email at The Truth Talks Podcast at gmail.com. Please visit our website as well, bellcroftbiblechurch.org. Click on the Ministries tab and click Truth Talks Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. Delighting in the Word. That we might walk in the truth. The Truth Talks Podcast is a ministry of Bellcroft Bible Church in Bowie, Maryland.